In uncertain days, it is important to remember that our world is getting ready to meet God. We are all getting ready to meet Him. The King is coming. Today, we join Scott Pauley in walking through the final book of the Bible, the revelation of Jesus Christ. For all of the horrible things that our world has witnessed in recent days, for all of the terrible things that have been done in the history of the human race, this world has never seen anything like the judgment that is going to come upon it at the end of the age. We've come in our study of Revelation, Revelation chapter 6, which begins a series of judgments known as the seal judgments. You remember John saw that book sealed with seven seals and only Christ could open the book. And each one of those seals was opening up yet another judgment that was going to be poured out on the earth. Basically, these seven seal judgments all center in man getting what he wants, and that is his own way. Remember, sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Uh, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. It's kind of like the prodigal son. The more he got what he wanted, the less he wanted what he got. And I want you to know that this world eventually is going to get exactly what it wants. It's going to get its own way. It's going to get uh, its own desires fulfilled. Uh, the restrainer, the Holy Spirit, is going to be removed. Uh, the salt and light of the church is going to be taken out. Uh, the dam is going to break. A flood tide of iniquity is going to flood this planet. And only then will men begin to realize that what they thought they wanted was exactly what they did not want, and that was terrible judgment. Revelation 6 verse 1 begins this way, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts, saying, Come and see. And then in the verses that follow, you have the first four seal judgments. I mean consecutively, right on the heels of the other. And in fact, now, the first four seal judgments are commonly referred to as the four horsemen. Have you heard anyone refer to the four horsemen of the apocalypse? Well, this is the four horsemen. Revelation chapter 6. Here they are. Verse 2, And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. So what is the first horseman, the first seal judgment? Well, it's symbolic here because the white horse typically is symbolic of a conqueror, someone that is not only waging war, but winning the war. And at first glance, you may say, oh, this is a white horse. This is the Lord Jesus. No, this is, this is not God's man. This is Satan's man. This is hell's substitute. The Lord Jesus Christ is going to show up on a white horse in Revelation chapter 19 near the end of the book. But we're still in the beginning of the book in Revelation chapter 6. And so this white horse is a symbol of the Antichrist and his system. Uh, some people debate whether it is the Antichrist himself as a person or if it is just the spirit of Antichrist and the anti-God philosophies that are at work in this world. But either way, it's the same principle. This white horse symbolizes the world being overtaken by anti-God philosophy and anti-God leadership. 
Don't you see that the world we're living in right now is headed in that direction? Can you, can you hear the hoofbeats off in the distance of the first horse coming? It is the white horse getting ready to ride through this, this symbol of religious war. Empty religion, religion without God. That's the first great judgment. So uh, we move to the second four horsemen of the apocalypse found in verse 3 and 4. And when he'd opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red. And power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. So the white horse is the religion of Antichrist. What is the red horse? Well, red we know, of course, is the color of blood. This is symbolic of bloodshed. This is war. Now, this is a world that is absolutely war-torn. Now, you might think, well, we're already that way. There's strife and conflict everywhere. And yes, we've had world wars and we've had lots of skirmishes, but I want you to know, nothing like uh, the war mindset that is coming on this world. This is not even the Battle of Armageddon yet. That's later in the book. It just simply means that when, when the Holy Spirit uh, takes, the, takes the restraint away, that men are going to break out into constant fighting. Can you imagine no peace? Remember the Bible says there's no peace to the wicked. Uh, men say peace and safety, but then sudden destruction comes. Man's peace always turns to war in the end. In fact, Romans chapter 3, verse 17 describes sinners this way. It says, The way of peace have they not known. They can't have peace because they don't know the way of peace. Jesus Christ is the only way to peace. They've rejected Christ, so they'll get the opposite. Instead of peace, they'll get war. Then the third horseman comes in verse 5, And when he'd opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. And so we have the white horse, the Antichrist religion. We have the red horse of war. And now we have the black horse. What does this black horse represent? Well, he describes here this particular judgment as being famine. Imagine that a sin-cursed earth is now in its death throes. All the way back in the book of Genesis, God put a curse on the earth because of sin. We're living in a sin-cursed world. That's not going to get better. That's only going to get worse. Uh, no matter what is done uh, to try to save the planet, and I'm all for being good stewards of the world God's given us to live in and caring for His, uh, for His creation as we ought to as stewards, but I want you to know you're not going to save this planet because in the end it's coming to the end of itself. This is a picture of famine and starvation and economic disaster. That's what's awaiting this world apart from God. And then we come to the fourth horse found in verse 7 and 8. And when he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast saying, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was death. And hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword and with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. So watch, you have the white horse of empty religion, the Antichrist way. You have the red horse of war and bloodshed. You have the black horse of famine and starvation and economic disaster. And if that were not enough, here comes the pale horse. What is the pale horse? It is death. And by the way, if that's not enough, hell is on its heels. Why the pale horse? 
Well, this is the color of death. All the life drained out of it. Can you imagine a world with all the beauty gone, with all the life drained out of it? You see, the God of life is the only one who gives any beauty to this world. And the only beauty that we enjoy is, is the beauty that God gives. And so now you can see what's going to happen when death invades this planet. We've seen in our own world how one pestilence can bring such destruction and how quickly it can come. Well, now imagine that that kind of pestilence, that kind of destruction invades the whole earth. You see, my friend, this is the world without God. I ask you, do you want God or do you want this world? Like waves of judgment riding through these four horsemen of the apocalypse are coming. Can you hear them? Off in the distance, they're on the way. What's holding them back? Well, 2 Thessalonians 1, verse 6 and 7 tells us that there's someone withholding. There's someone hindering him, the Antichrist, from having his way till he's taken out of the way. Who is that? That's the Holy Spirit. I just want to testify today. I sure am glad the Holy Spirit lives in me. I sure am glad we have the Lord. God has not forsaken us. Someday, this earth will be God forsaken. And now is the time to prepare for the judgment to come. The purpose of all Scripture is to see God. In Revelation, the curtain is pulled back and we are reminded not to simply look at world events, but to look to Christ. We hope you will join us next time as Scott Pauley continues our study through this amazing book of the Bible. You may also join us right now for additional studies and a library of helpful resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will find several new features at our online home, and we trust they will be a blessing to you as you walk with God. Plan to visit us each day at enjoyingthejourney.org, and we look forward to returning to Revelation on our next broadcast. Keep your eyes on Christ and look up. The King is coming.